Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Northern Makers podcast. I'm Steve from Steve Bell Creates, and I'm joined by the very handsome Andy from Potato Woodworks and the fabulous Pierre, who is the Swedish maker. So, on with the show. Well, welcome to episode 21 with me uh, in the UK and Andy and Pierre over there in Sweden. Nice to see you guys and hear from you guys again. Uh, I was looking on a website today about Sweden. Uh, so our listeners can understand that, you know, some work goes into producing this podcast. It's not just off the cuff. I've been doing some research about Sweden. And uh, it said something which I thought, okay, I'll ask you guys about. Hani set North Wiermat. The Northern Lights. Did Correct. Uh, have you seen them i have never seen them uh personally even if even i mean it's sometimes there are people even down here in stockholm putting picture on facebook like at night at certain times where they where they see some of the northern lights but i since i go to bed at 10 right (laughs) 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 i i i haven't really seen them myself unfortunately i would love to see them i haven't seen them either other than no. on TV, yeah. <laughs> okay. Because in this um, article, it said Sweden is one of the best places to see them. Yeah. But I Nor- guess that must be like northern Sweden. Yes. Yeah, northern Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because out of the three of us, I have seen the northern lights. Where? Dee, 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 dee. I went to Iceland. I've been to Iceland twice. Mm. And the first time, we went for like uh, five days, I think. And um, we stayed in Reykjavik one night, and then we drove out into the wilderness, where it's really dark. And we stayed at this little tiny hotel, and they said, you know, uh, if the northern lights come out, we'll come and wake you up, bring you some cocoa, whatever, and blankets, and you can sit outside and watch the northern lights. And they have a website in Iceland, and it has like a predictor of uh, the, the chances of seeing the northern lights each night. Mm-hmm. And this woman kept going, oh, it's up to 80%. You know, they'll be here tonight. You'll definitely see. Oh, it's gone up to 90%. I'll get the cocoa ready and everything. So I stayed up till about two o'clock in the morning on this freezing cold veranda with all my clothes on, with a bottle of Jägermeister to keep me warm, looking for the northern lights and no northern lights. And we stayed there for three nights, no northern lights. Total waste of time. And we had a good time, but no Northern Lights. <laughs> so we then drove back to Reykjavik to get the flight home the next day. Last night in Reykjavik, half past ten. Northern Lights, like you've never seen. Great, all over the city. You couldn't, you couldn't not see them. It was fantastic. Wow, cool. <laughs> nice. It would have been better if there was less uh, ambient light, mm. but still, it was fantastic to see, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I and then on I went my to, bucket list to see that. And then I went again for our honeymoon. We went for two weeks. And we drove all around Iceland in the middle of nowhere. Never saw any northern lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to be lucky. Yeah. So um, in this website, um, there was some fun facts about Sweden. Right? Mm. And Sweden was the first country in the world with its own telephone number. And there's this phone number. And if you ring it from anywhere in the world, somebody in Sweden would answer it. And you could have a conversation with them about Sweden. A random person. Yeah, a random. So these people must have signed up to be part of this thing. Mm-hmm. And so you, there was just one number, and you ring it, and you got through to some Swedish person, and you could talk to them about Sweden. 
So I was all set to ring it today, but it end, it it ended about a year ago. This telephone line. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so they you they, didn't take that then. They did that thing with with uh, Twitter as well, where you could sign up and you can you could ru- like rule the Swedish Twitter account for a day. I think. All right. Okay. Uh, but I bet there were vetting the <laughs> the things you wrote. <laughs> But, yeah. but that reminds me because like Skype had this function as well in the beginning. I don't know if they still have it. I haven't used it in, in like lately, but in, in the beginning they had like a function or you could just like click and you randomly get someone or you can call someone. And I mean, Skype is a Swedish product, right? Originally. Mm. So maybe that's coming from there. Maybe that's, that's just the thing yeah. that they, they yeah. like the whole random, <laughs> random contacting <laughs> people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this or afternoon ju- I was all set to ring this number, but it, it, and then it said, oh, it doesn't exist anymore. It, we're just a lonely people. <laughs> please call us. Please <laughs> just call anyone. <laughs> yeah, Pierre's on uh, 44721. <laughs> 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 and the other interest, I'll, I'll end the, the fun facts after this next one. Don't worry, woodworking, making fans. Um, you guys love your meatballs and you love your potatoes. But it seems that um, Sweden has more McDonald's restaurants per capita than anywhere else in the world. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. And specifically McDonald's or like fast food in general? No, McDonald's. There are more McDonald's there than per capita than anywhere else. Mm. But it was the first like fast food restaurant that opened in Sweden. And since then, we, we haven't had that many open up. It's not like in... In the UK or in in the US, for sure. There's not was, a lot. There's not a lot of diversity. No, there's not Sven Sven Swedish meatball shop, is there? No, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> IKEA. <laughs> and we have a Swedish burger chain as well, right? So, yeah. So you love a burger over there, then? Yeah, yeah. And is there a, is there a McDonald's near where you live? Yeah, five minutes by car. Well, there, there we go. The, the point is, it's a true fact. It's proven. There's but I also have a Burger King in five minutes, and Max in five minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're always close together, anyway. So, the, like, yeah, competition yeah. reason. Ah, well, there you go. So that's that's the end of the fun facts for this episode. You'd be pleased to know that was fun. <laughs> I would have liked to hear some more. <laughs> <laughs> there was also strange Swedish sayings, but we might come to them another episode. Yeah. That means we need to get into business now. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> it's time to get into business. Huh? Yeah. <sighs> Who's first out? I'm I'm excited to hear from Steve actually. <laughs> yeah. Me with too. His, with his new laser and uh, oh, what, what he has yeah, burned, well, if he has burned his workshop and how it's going. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, We've actually got a couple of weeks worth of stuff to talk about because last week we had the lovely Michael Alm on the program. He was a fantastic guest. What a really nice guy, wasn't he? Yes, for sure. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. This conversation with him. Yeah. And after we finished the recording, he he carried on talking for, we could have recorded another episode, really, couldn't we, with the way we were talking? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, thanks, Michael. What a cool man you are. But back to my week, weeks. Uh, what have I been up to? So I probably was talking about my hi-fi cabinet the last time we were talking about things, and it's all done. You've seen the photos now of the finished article in position. Mm. 
with the attached new turntable on top. What it do you looks think? amazing. It looks <laughs> totally amazing. And so. I have to say, I haven't seen it, to be honest. I'm on complete oh. Instagram detox. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. So if you didn't get a like from me, it's not because I didn't no, like I, 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 was a, I did cry myself to sleep the other night. I thought Andy hasn't liked any of my photos for about the last two weeks. No, I'm only at the moment. I'm only <laughs> interacting with people that are writing to me. I'm, I'm, I'm not really on the feed. It's like, yeah, I, I need a break. <clears throat> but no, how I'm really pleased. Tambor, with... How was the tambour working? As good as the oh, first one? Yeah, it's really good, Pierre. Yeah, mm. um, I think it's easier to push it up and down rather than to the sides. I think I don't, but mm. but they both work really good. So I can't complain either of them. But it look, works really good. But there's enough yeah. resistance so that it doesn't just fall down. Yeah, well, you've got, if you push it up so far, mm. the weight pulls it backwards. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then there's a, there's a um, like a stop at the back so it can't fall all the way down. Mm. You can only go so far. But once you get the main part of it up, the, it sort of, the weight of it holds it there. Mm. So, um, yeah, really good. I saw and, it now, Steve. I just quickly, you've seen it. Now. I, I gave you a like as well. So you can sleep good tonight. <laughs> I can sleep tonight. <laughs> but where where is the printer? Is that the one the in printer the on the bot? It's on the bottom shelf. Mm. Uh, cool. And I, I I had to use the printer on Saturday, so I had to pull it out and use it. That worked all right. Uh, the cable management was a bit tricky, but that's all sorted. One question: Have you thought about doing mitered corner on it? Do you know, I thought about doing mitered corners, but I thought, mitered corners and tambour, who do you think I am? You know what I mean? It's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> well, you have a domino. I'm not Michael Alm. <laughs> oh, oh, your mate, Jason Hibbs, you know what I mean? I'm not them guys. But I did think about the mitered corner, yeah. Uh, next time. Uh, a tambour with mitre corners and mm, tambour with mitre corners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so that's all done. Really pleased with that. Um, I went on my Rubio Monocoat Makers Day mm, in yeah, Leeds. That's right. Yeah, which was uh, a really good fun time. I got to stay in Leeds two nights. Nice Indian meal, nice Italian meal. That was very nice. But the Makers Day itself. Um, it started about half past nine. I got there. I got there about quarter past. Uh, nice. Uh, it was a hotel, and they had, they had a room downstairs, and all all the nice carpet was taped off with all this polythene and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't so you didn't ruin the best carpet in the hotel, and all the tables had <laughs> uh, protective stuff on them. And uh, there was about um, twenty twenty two twenty four of us there, and. Um, a huge table of wood. I must say, there was a. I could have just filled the car with these pieces of wood and made all sorts of things. <laughs> was it good wood? Like like good uh, expensive wood? Yeah, there was there was uh, cherry, uh, maple, uh, walnut, oak. Uh, there was very little pine. There was a couple of bits of pine. People were complaining there was no pine because um, a lot of the guys who sanded floors and did floors in old houses, the floorboards are pine. But mm -hmm. there was tons of uh, wood there. And we got a nice bacon sandwich to start with, and the tables were full of chocolates and stuff. So that was really good. And um, you got a little bit of an introduction about Rubio and how it all started and where it comes from. I didn't realise it was Belgian, Rubio. You didn't know? I didn't know, no. No. Fun fact of Belgians. 
<laughs> yeah, the Afsnam. <laughs> so yes, I had all that, and then um, we got um, stuck in with the oil two plus C, and you got to, you had every colour you could think of, and you could uh, mess about with that, and we got to use that on various different pieces of wood, and then uh, we talked about uh, the pre-colour stuff, and we got to go with that, and what have you. And uh, there was a guy there, an American guy, and uh, he lives in the UK, and he's on a TV program in the UK. And he was he was doing the day, but he has a, he's on a TV program, and he'd made a chair, a lounge chair, out mm. of ash, and he'd put on the uh, pre-colour black, mm. and he'd then uh, give it a light sanding, and he put it on again, the pre-colour. And then he used gold, Rubio gold, which has real gold flakes in it. And the, the, where the grain of the wood of the ash, it was all like a thin line of gold. It was absolutely beautiful chair. Cool. Yeah, so that looked really good. Nice. So uh, I tried out, I got a nice piece of ash and put the black uh, stuff on. And there was a hairdryer to dry the pre-colour stuff. And there was no gold, but we, there was some silver. So we tried a bit <laughs> of silver. That looked quite good. So. So that was good fun, yeah. So I really enjoyed it. We got a three-course lunch, must say. That was very nice. And uh, met lots of nice people. Uh, kept in touch with a few people from that day. So that's really nice. That's really good. Cool. So thank you very much, Rubio. What was the best takeaway from it? Apart from Rubio being Belgian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you think it was? <laughs> uh, I didn't know. I knew it wasn't American, but I didn't. I wasn't too sure, you know, whether it was a UK company or what. I wasn't too sure. Mm. Um, the best takeaway, I think, was um, the fact about mixing different colours, Pierre. Because mm. um, this this guy who did the chair was saying, you know, really think outside the box rather than just use the Rubio colours as they are. If you use the Oil Plus Two C Pure as a base, and then add other colours together and mix your own colour. Did did you ask them if you can put in other type of stain? In Do you know, I didn't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a and there was a door in in the room we were in. There was a wooden door, and um, it had it got it had some finish on it, and it was quite a sort of um, an orangey ginger color. The wood finish, and we all got a piece of exactly the same piece of flooring, and we had to color match our piece of wood to the door. And the winner won a bottle of Chateau Neuf de Pap, nice red wine. <laughs> so we all were looking for various colours. And you could use, you had to use a pre-colour and then you could use whatever you wanted. That was the only stipulation. And I was doing quite good. And I was getting close to it, Pierre and Andy. And then this guy next to me, he was a French polisher. And he, he does floors as well. And he said, uh, what you need on there, Steve, is a bit of red. He said, just a bit, just a bit of red. I said, are you sure? He said, yeah, just a bit of red. And uh, I said, well, put it on yours first. So he put, <laughs> he put some on it, and it just turned like a tomato. <laughs> His piece of wood, it was so red. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I put the tiniest speck on. Anyway, I didn't win. Needless to say, I didn't win. Uh, I think it was a bit of a fix because the American guy who brought the chair won. You know what I mean? Of course, uh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so that was... 
was that was, was that? the 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 day was that more like focused on for flooring people or was also like for the for the like the cool makers like yeah. who we are or what's what's <laughs> like the audience what was the audience meant or to be yeah well what they do is that they, they it's a tour around the UK and they have the makers day on one day and then they have the flooring day mm. the next day okay but uh, the the flooring day. Lots of floorers had booked on it and then pulled out because they said they're so busy, they can't afford the time to go there because mm. it's their busiest time of the year just before Christmas, people wanting floors done. So I think there was only about three floorers on the day, so they combined the two days. So, mm. so they made yeah. it. You don't have that problem, right? You have employees working while you were like enjoying some days on the... On the oh, yes. On the, on the <laughs> So that no, was really good. As I say, that it was good to meet lots of different people. I think that was one of the real fun things. Mm. Yeah. So that was good. And then, Pierre, let's talk about the laser, eh? Let's. <laughs> <laughs> so last Wednesday, uh, I've had the laser now. For, I had the laser in the garage in the workshop for a couple of, not two weeks, but not short of two weeks. And then on Wednesday, a young guy called Callum turned up from uh, Mantech. Um, nice and early, he turned up and he got started on installing the laser. He put it all together. It took me about an hour to put everything into it, all the, the tube and the chiller and all everything. And then um, we had a training session for about, well, he left about half past one, two o'clock. Mm-hmm. He arrived at 10, so we had a good three hours worth of messing about with this laser. And uh, that was really good. And then he left, and I was left alone with this laser. <laughs> <laughs> and he did say it's an easy thing to use. And I have to say, he is right. I've, I've been well aware with it. Um, you have? Cool. Yeah, I've been well aware with it. I'm, I already bought some wood and acrylic uh, before. The, once the laser arrived, I bought the wood and acrylic. Acry- acrylic so that i could add something to use and i've been um, on the afternoon i used some and i thought to myself here you are steve using a laser and you've only been shown how to use it like an hour ago and i was busy cutting all sorts of stuff uh i think the um the tricky part is learning how to you know balance the power and the speed isn't it mm. yeah so you get that that bit right yeah because you are going to have to experiment with material to find the right uh, settings aren't you mm. uh, they do have uh, a website uh, Mantech with all the stuff on so you can say I've got an 80 watt laser it's 3 millimeter plywood and it gives you uh, the speed and the power as a sort of starting point you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that was good so I've been busy lasering yeah what have you done well the, the, that's, this, this is the tricky part about this laser is that I've been lasering things for Christmas for Christmas gifts Mm-hmm. So, so you can't, I can't really, I can't really say too much about them, <laughs> and uh, I can't uh, post any pictures of them either. But you've you've been doing both engravings and cutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. engraving and cutting, Pierre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you? And I've used, uh, <laughs> I've used I've uh, used plywood. Uh, yeah, birch plywood. I've used uh, walnut veneered. Uh, four millimeter mdf and i've used uh mirrored acrylic gold acrylic 
and uh, coloured acrylic. So, yeah. Mm. Excuse me while I just take my jumper off. I'm absolutely roasting now. So, yeah. So I've been doing all that, and that's been going really good. Uh, I'm, light burn, I'm getting away with really good. Obviously, there would be loads of light burn that I don't know anything about at the moment, but uh, the stuff I've been using, I'm, I feel confident using that, so I'm quite pleased with that. Hmm. Uh, I did have to knock a hole in the workshop wall for the uh, uh, ventilation for the fumes out. Yeah. Mm. Um, he did uh, leave me like a big long length of pipe so I could put out of a window, but you know it is November and it's cold. <laughs> it's cold <laughs> with the window open. So last Friday I uh, knocked a hundred and fifty millimeter hole in the wall for the uh, pipe. So I haven't done that for a while. Knock a hole in a wall. So that was quite fun. Cool. Yeah. So I've done that. So that's good. Have you got any projects planned with the laser that aren't Christmas gifts, so <laughs> so that we get to see it in action, or are they all um, Christmas gifts? Well, at the moment, Pierre, I need to get stuff made for Christmas. Yeah, that's my priority. Yeah, because my wife keeps saying, "Oh, um, do you know, you know, so and so, so and so, could we, could you make them uh, one of these, or could you make them one of them?" And I made I made a thing, and she said, "Oh, that's great." She said, uh, "Could you make like ten of them?" You know what I mean? Various people. But now you can tell her, and you need that for her from the with the creek cut, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You're uh, full production now, both of yeah. you. Yeah. So no, it's good, and I didn't realize it does. It does have a pass through, Andy. The guy showed me all mm. the pass through things, so you can do all that. So. Oh, so you can do really huge. You can, yeah, yeah, signs and stuff. You could do big things, yeah, yeah. So the the width of the bed is six hundred millimeters, so you can open the two doors and push stuff through the six hundred wide. Oh, that's how perfect. does that? I mean, it's not automatically pulling it through, or how? No, no, yeah, yeah. no. Mm. You you move it, and then because it's got the camera in, it can recalibrate where it was and carry on but i don't think i'll be doing anything that big eh? so uh that's that uh, you never told us what you paid for them for the machine <laughs> <laughs> initially he said something but i'm not sure well, if that was like... um yeah well we, we'll keep that under our hats for now shall we no no <laughs> <laughs> it's still cheaper than a glow forge that's what i'll tell you yeah, yeah, the glow, the glowforge normal price. Glow, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> cheaper than a glowforge price. Yeah, Which, a long way cheaper. Than... Four thousand, no, six thousand, six thousand. Is it six thousand nine hundred pounds? Is my eye? Yeah, and you're. They keep sending me emails. So, no, I'm really pleased. It is a bit of a beast, though. It is it. In big industrial sort of looking thing, so it looks huge on pictures. Yeah, so there we go. So that's been good fun with that. Um, the other thing I was going to say to you was, I'm going to give him a name. Any ideas? What I think it's a man. This laser. He's not a female laser. He's a male. I'm not. Any names you can think of? <laughs> hmm. Bell belly. <laughs> <laughs> You got a great imagination, Pierre. You should you should buy those eyes that you can stick onto everything and stick them on 
onto him and and uh, of course engrave his name some on some a piece of wood or something and stick it on yeah. there as well. I've got I've got a wife downstairs with a vinyl cutter. She can make some nice stickers. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I have thought of a name, but you guys haven't come up with anything really. You know, I'm disappointed. Come on, Andy, give me a name. I said Thor. Thor or Thor? Mm. Okay, yeah, Thor. That sounds good. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'll let you. Shall I tell you what his name's going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Larry. Larry the laser. Larry the laser. <laughs> oh, laser Larry. Yeah, Larry the laser. <laughs> so me and Larry are getting acquainted. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are you uh, the only th- doing? Are you only doing laser stuff lately, or is there some other? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's it got fitted on Wednesday, last Wednesday, and it's only mon it's only Monday today, isn't it? So true, true. You've got to play with your new toy, haven't you? Of course. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, but I I am starting a new project this week, which I will show some photo. When I say this week, it may, yeah, maybe it's towards the back end of the week. Um. A friend of mine, I think I mentioned it before, he wants me to make two golf bag stands. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, I've got to make them. So I'm going to start on them this week because they're, they're, he's giving them as Christmas gifts. The people, he's, they don't listen to this podcast, so we're all right. Um, so Do they have some laser, laser parts? Uh, they're going to have their initials engraved on them, yes. Uh, yeah. So they're a funny looking thing. I guess they're like a, not a tripod, but a bipod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you've got two legs, they're weird looking yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Uh. I have a question now, because you said that the bed is 600 wide. What's the, what's the height or like the depth or however you want to call it that you can maximum? Um, how thick can yeah. it be? Uh, 180 millimeters. Okay. Yeah. I dare say if you take out other bits and pieces, you can make it a bit deeper. Mm. If you take the, the bed out. Mm. Yeah. And they also came with a rotary thing that you plug in. But I don't know. I don't For know. Chickens or... <laughs> <laughs> or what type yeah. of rotary thing? Oh, you mean to do like glasses and stuff? Okay, now, now I get it. To do glasses and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not like a rotisserie. Yeah. <laughs> He could put some nice burn marks on the chicken, couldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Jar grilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't think I'll be... Yeah, so I'm going to start work on these golf things. And uh, it's getting... Um, uh, the other thing I was going to say, it's getting cold now. Mm. Uh, we On the forecast today, it might even snow on Friday. So I d- you said your workshop is cold. Yeah, I'm starting to get well wrapped up in my workshop. Mm, it's the same for me. Yeah. I have been lately, I've been thinking about doing the floors actually, but because I, I just have bare concrete floors. Yeah. So I've been thinking about that being the first step to, to getting a, a hotter workshop. Okay. And if I did what? the floors, I could, I could put in a radiator and heat it up. Okay. Mm. Mm. So Are the walls like insulated? Yeah. You are. My walls aren't insulated now. Yeah. That was a big mistake when I started. I should have insulated the walls. Mm. But, you know, 
It was the summer. It was about 32 degrees. I thought you don't need any insulation in these walls. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so, yeah, so I've been getting well wrapped up. Huh? Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, I've, I made some cardboard boxes uh, with my wife on the uh, cutting machine. Mm-hmm. And that worked out really good. I was very impressed with the cardboard boxes. I made one like uh, your wife uses Pierre for her earrings. Oh yeah, I cut one of those out. Cool. And uh, put a little design on it because you can put you can put a pen in, and it'll draw rather than cut. And so I drew the design on and then cut the box out. Yeah, so that was yeah, quite a cool. fun thing to do. Yeah. Do you also so, have the tool that is like oh, what's that? process called where you're just like not going through you're just like scoring yeah yeah so it scores it then it it draws on it scores it then it cuts it yeah yeah so so that was good fun i made like a pizza slice box not that i need a pizza slice box but <laughs> a triangular box so that was very good hey <laughs> 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 yeah. so uh that's been my week How's your weeks been, Andy? Uh, I have done Christmas gifts for the last two weeks. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, I haven't been. Uh, I haven't been very active. I have done two very cool things, or I'm still doing them. I would say um, one. One. One was uh, trying out compound cutting. I think it's called. Where you uh, on a bandsaw, where you can like cut a kind of a three D object when you cut yeah. it from from two sides, because I think I, I told you guys I saw this uh, deer that uh, yeah the, I saw plants yeah, deer. for deer online, and, and also yeah. the video of the guy who's doing those deers that look quite good. But I I want to do something on my own and not just download those plants, which I might still do because I they, they look very good. But I I decided to do a horse like a dollar horse. So I I, uh, I took a photo from the, of the horse from the front and from the side and put it in Illustrator and and uh, yeah got the silhouette out of it, uh, put that uh, printed that out and and stuck it on a, on a on a piece of wood and then actually went to the bandsaw and uh, replaced my or took out the the the, the resaw blade that I had on my bandsaw. So far, I have only used the bandsaw for resawing or like thicker stuff with with the with the massive blade. So I took that blade out for the first time and put in a, a thin one. I bought quite a thin one to do these like delicate cuts. Uh, and since I don't know how to how to fold bandsaw blades, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> well, let's just hang it up because otherwise I'm gonna cut myself when I try to when I try to fold them. Yeah, <laughs> and I had another blade hanging, so I, I hung up that one as well there. And there was just a piece of like scrap wood where the other one was hanging on. The other one was a small, was also a thin one or a medium one. So I hung that up, and then the whole thing came falling down. Fell down. And <laughs> went through my finger, and uh, yeah, I got quite a cut there as well. And that, yeah, that kind of threw me back a bit because I didn't work for like three days afterwards. I had to, yeah, I was, uh, was I had it to... a deep cut? I, I was bleeding quite a lot. I didn't. I didn't dare to like open it <laughs> to see how how deep it was. Just like I, I glued it with some of those like gluing tape together, so that and then I just left it for three days without opening it, uh, and then it started looking quite okay. So uh, yeah, maybe 
maybe I need to f- build a better fixture for the blades or, or learn how to fold them. Yeah, uh, put some gloves on. <laughs> yeah, I think that would have that would have. I'm maybe not even because it it fell and went quite fast. Yeah. I'm not sure if the gloves would have protected or at least a bit maybe. Yeah, it reminds me of like you know, have you ever used one of those pop up tents? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the blade. It's, so it's like folding one up, isn't it? It's like one of those pop-up tents. You're trying to get it back in this small bag and you can never get it folded up. Yeah. That's why I thought it's better to just hang it up, but it doesn't save me. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. But but the tricky part is when you get them, like when they're new and they come in a bag, yeah, and then they're folded. Mm. And yeah. I, saw, I saw, I think it was Matt Eslea, he showed, he just throws them away from him on the floor. <laughs> Uh, and he said, "That's that's my best way of <laughs> unfolding <laughs> unfolding them without hurting myself." Can he also do it reverse, like just throw them and then there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> There's a good video in it for you guys. <laughs> How to fold a bandsaw blade? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Huh? So maybe I should I should learn it or just like, <laughs> hang them up. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, the <laughs> I, I was I was pretty happy also because as I said I only did like resawing uh, on the on the on the bands or so for uh, and now I used it to cut it with with uh, with a thinner blade and that was it worked super good. I was very happy that, that it works. Uh, yeah, very good. Uh, I got that horse out and it looked quite good. I was I was surprised. Had to do some. Uh, some sanding to make it a bit more, uh, yeah, to shape it a bit more, more like a horse, especially by the legs. So that was not the, you know, I wasn't able to do that on the bandsaw. I used my Dremel with a small like sanding uh, round or a sanding drum there, and and went into the small corners. That turned out really good. Uh, yeah, and then I sprayed it uh, red. Don't mm. uh, I? Yeah, I bought a. I just bought a red for for the other project I was doing, and it looked it looked very good. It looked almost like the the the, the real dollar horse red that they're using. So that was I'm, I was happy with that. And then I uh, I started the tricky part, like putting on the the actual details on the horse. Uh, and I'm not the I'm not the best painter, like in general, and also on these fine details, I was like very very chittering. I think right, it's called uh, shaky. Uh, <laughs> shaky. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it worked out so far. I still need to do some more some more touch ups and like go on with another layer and add some more details. But then I think I can uh, post that on on Instagram as well. It was yeah, looks looks good. How big is it? I think it's 12, 12 centimeters high, uh, and I think it's oh, also almost almost a square. It's also twelve centimeters uh, yeah. wide. Uh, when are you going to make was... the other twelve? Sorry, when are you going to make the other twelve? <laughs> I was I was thinking of doing actually a big one, uh, yeah, like, like as big as I can on the bandsaw, mm-hmm. yeah, with the with the throat, so maybe thirty centimeter wide, okay. because they look so cool the the big ones. And I mean now mm. I know why they're so expensive, uh, <laughs> mm. because the the hand work that goes into it is yeah it's it's, it's quite time consuming, especially the painting as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. the details uh, can be as intricate as uh, as whatever. But it yeah, looks but really good. I was I was very happy because I went we went into town on on Sunday and then I strolled through some like stores or like the the windows where they had a lot of like dollar horses out there, and I had to say that they're painting because they're all hand painted. 
it doesn't look that much better than than mine. Uh, so mm. that that uh, yeah, I, I was happy that that mine <laughs> mine looks looks like a real one, so it's I, could, like I could sell that. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think no one wants to pay two thousand euros for my <laughs> for, for my. Is that how much they are? No, no, no. But uh, for me, it's so much work in it. I don't want to sell yeah. it for, for like ten euros. <laughs> No, but the originals are the, the original ones are quite expensive, especially the the bit bigger ones. They right, they yeah, get quite expensive. Mm. So that was one very interesting project that I need to finish. Uh, and the second one was the the bird feeder that I I uploaded that I don't know when, maybe even three weeks ago on on Instagram uh, mm-hmm. as a as a render. My my mom thought that it was actually that I built it. <laughs> she didn't see that it was only like a three D render. Uh, but I started cutting that since I had a lot of like uh, balcromat leftover from the from the bed. That was that was pretty good to just reuse that one. Uh, and the house is basically ready. I just need to fill some of the bright nail holes, and then I, I need to prime it with the balcromat primer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's MDF primer, right, Pierre? I bought the one that you recommended. Yeah. Uh, let's see how that how that goes, and then uh, yeah, and then I need to put some color on, and then I hope it actually works, like the concept of that <laughs> of that feeder. <laughs> I think it's going to be frustrating <laughs> if like uh, all the seeds are in, and at the end it doesn't really work how, uh, how it's supposed to. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I was uh, thinking a bit about Christmas presents uh, and also preparing some stuff. But I guess um, I'm not able to talk about that <laughs> on on the podcast either. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to go back to the workshop a bit more more often. Again, we had some like sickness of the kids the last couple of weeks, and I was a bit yeah, I wasn't too motivated to spend mm-hmm. too much time into in the workshop. Even even after like last last Monday when we recorded, I was super excited when we when we talked to to Michael. Uh, but then like the kids got sick again on Wednesday, so it was a bit like blah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like just over again. So that was that was a bit a bit bad. Have you uh, have you painted the bed yet? No, that's still. I don't like painting. Get so that need, bed painted. <laughs> I, I need to paint the bed. I need to paint the bird feeder. I need to paint like this winter scene that Andreas and me did uh, two weeks or three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I, still, yeah. I, I put one coat on it already, but I still need to, to do that. So I have, I have a lot of paint jobs waiting for me. So not really the most exciting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, I did another thing, actually. I did, I did, I think that was, that was in the last two weeks. Uh, I had to do a quick, or maybe I've talked about it already. I had to do another valet tray for uh, like a, uh, for a commission. And that that was that was fun to do, uh, and I think that that that's about it for the last two weeks. And I guess I'm not mm. I'm not allowed to talk about Blender, right, Steve? No, no, no. <laughs> I was about to say you have been doing some Blender as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pierre asked me to do uh, some Blender work, right? He's blaming you, Pierre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, honed my blender skills uh, more, more in the going more into the woodworking direction, or more into the like the interior design direction to be able to to render some of the pieces in a in a in a good environment. And you've sent me some photos, and it looks absolutely amazing. 
I must say. Thank you. I'm still, still trying to to improve them. <laughs> and the and the blender guy's only twenty years old. Didn't he make a comment? He's only twenty years old. Yeah, on the three on the, on makers the Instagram. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And his new best friend. Yeah, uh, the, the the bad no was it bad normals that yeah, yeah bad, bad normals, normals. Yeah. yeah 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 yes so uh, are you getting back to Instagram this week then uh, yeah if, if I finish <laughs> anything <laughs> no but yeah as I said before I was a bit on on Instagram detox maybe a bit from coming from that frustration in one of the podcasts a while back that I mm. yeah I. I'm not feeling worse by not being on it. So it's not really a bad thing, at least for me. And I think doing a bit more of Steve's approach, or you said, Steve, it's like you do it for fun, right? And, and, yes. and you're, you're putting up stuff so that people yeah, can see it without having any pressure or trying to, to get somewhere specific or like having yeah. something specific in mind. Yeah, I don't feel like I've got to post every day or I don't think I've got to like post two, two or three times or do a reel or whatever. I just, you know, fly by the seat of my pants. And if there's something good, I think, that, you know, mainly my kids want to see. <laughs> mm. I post it on there, yeah. But, yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm trying a bit that, that approach, but also not using it that often. But that also means that I'm, as we have seen, I'm not, I'm not liking others' stuff. So that doesn't mean that I don't like everyone who's listening stuff anymore. But it's more like that I'm I'm trying to to reduce a bit the time that I'm spending on social media and, and put that to to better use uh, in some other projects yeah. that I'm working on. Yeah. Sounds okay. good. Yes. So that was that was my two weeks. And I think Pierre, you have some uh, maybe I should not say exciting. <laughs> you have you have some stuff that you wanna talk about. <laughs> Well, I have to tell you about this scary thing that happened to me in the workshop yesterday. Uh, so I, w- I was about to make a sliding jig for my router uh, to plane down the oak slabs that I have. Uh, and I got this angle iron that I'm going to use for the, the sliding part. And I was about to cut it with the angle grinder. Uh, but let me go back a couple of hours that same day. <laughs> <laughs> You had 15 so, pints. Yeah. <laughs> well, earlier, <laughs> earlier during the day, I received a comment on an old video of mine where, I'm, where I was making the, the chessboard. It was a nice comment, uh, this guy saying it was beautiful, but he also asked me what, where I got the shirt that I was wearing in the video. And that got me curious. I was thinking, what what shirt was I wearing in the video? So <laughs> I had to go back and watch it. And it was this black and red flannel shirt. And I thought, yeah, that is a nice shirt. Uh, I should use that more. And it's perfect for, for the cold since flannel is a bit warmer than yeah. just a T-shirt. So back to cutting the angle iron. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I guess it's good because it's red. You don't see the blood on it. Are we yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I marked you stylish the, man. <laughs> yeah. I marked the angle iron. Uh, and I'm always scared of using the angle grinder because it seems like an uncontrollable tool. Mm. But anyway, I made the cut. The sparks were flying everywhere as they do when using the angle grinder. I shot that in 120 frames per second so to get that <laughs> good slow motion. <laughs> 
of those sparks dancing midair. Yeah. And I got through without issue. But the pieces weren't perfectly equally long. So I had to remove a bit more material from one of the sides of the angle iron. Unfortunately, I didn't record this, but because I already had the video of me cutting the, the iron apart. But let's rewind a good half an hour that same day. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking all over for that flannel shirt. Uh, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And as any good husband, uh, I, you ask your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because somehow she knows where everything is in some strange way, except for her phone and her keys. She has no <laughs> idea where they are. Uh, so like any good wife, she said, I think I saw it in the back of your wardrobe. So I went back to where I had looked already, and sure, there was the flannel shirt. Uh, and I bet it took me around 10 minutes just to find that flannel shirt. So back to cutting the angle iron. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, I've seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as I was cutting through, I felt a bit of heat, of course, uh, on my stomach. So after a while, I looked down. And there I was, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you shouldn't be wearing a flannel shirt when using an angle grinder. So my body was on fire, and I was, I was holding a spinning tool of death in my hand. <laughs> and the switch on the angle grinder is so stiff, it's hard to turn it off with one hand. Yeah. So... I had to turn it off and put it on the floor, but you can't just throw it away because it will fly around like a dead <laughs> dong <dung> leg. <laughs> so I had to turn it off, put it on the ground. So I bent down quickly, threw it on the ground. Uh, and at this point, I was scared for my flannel shirt. <laughs> Not for you, only for the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Ruined. Uh, I was about to rip my shirt off, but when I when I rose back up uh when bending down i had actually yeah. choked the fire with my big stomach <laughs> your big belly had put the fire yeah. out <laughs> yeah so it was a good it was a good thing that i bent down because the, <laughs> before i bent down the flames were already coming towards my face so, <laughs> so <laughs> the human torch yeah so bad <laughs> yeah so that was a scary moment for sure. And a reminder to think through every step in the workshop, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I was a bit, a bit scared. I had to go back into the house, tell my wife, I caught, I caught on fire. And she said, yeah, I can, I can see the hole in the shirt. <laughs> I thought your beard was a bit shorter. Did you burn some of your beard off? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> Yeah, so that was yesterday in the in the workshop. But I've, I I I managed to uh, finalize the the router jig, so now I'm ready to start planing down the the oak table. Mm, okay. Yeah, so that's good. Um, since the last time we spoke, I released that video, I guess, about uh, looking back at your own projects. Um, I received some nice comments, and uh, people some people reached out to me and said it was exactly what they needed so and that was the intention of the video like to motivate and 
what I usually do for inspiration is look elsewhere instead of looking like yeah. back on my own stuff. So yeah, it felt like a good uh, good video. <laughs> is the next video <laughs> shop safety? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It should be. I was kind of furious that I ha- didn't have that part on video, but I think I just I'm going. I might show the the shirt in the. Video. You still got the shirt. Yeah, yeah I still you have can it. Just, just do it again. Yeah, I set it on fire again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. set myself on fire. <laughs> um, I finished a pegboard for my daughter as well. Uh, yeah. That's the video for this this week on Sunday. I'll have that up. Uh, it's just like a pattern pegboard with eight millimeter holes. And I 3D printed like a peg, um, no, a pen holder and a planter for it. Yeah, I saw your pictures of a planter, yeah. Yeah. And cool. I think they turned out really good. So, and she was super happy about it. So that will be nice. And, um, yeah, that's basically what I've been working on. Now I'm I'm kind of scared of the next step because the next step is uh planing down the slabs, which is going to be mm-hmm. all scary because I've never done it and they're so big and cost a lot of money. So if I screw <laughs> it up <laughs> I like your idea of using angle iron for the router sled. Yeah. Because most people would just use plywood, wouldn't they? Yeah, I think so, and and uh, I was a bit scared of plywood bending. When bending, it, yeah, yeah. And uh, also, okay. plywood is really expensive, and the angle iron was <laughs> cheap. <laughs> Ruined a good shirt, though. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, an expensive shirt. No, I don't. I think it's like ten years old. So okay, wasn't that? It wasn't a big deal. So next purchase is a a metal miter saw. Yeah, it should be. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, and in the video coming this Sunday, I I didn't use any music. I just I I I'm not sure if I said it, but I went on like a rant about Christmas instead. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was kind of joking about like the kids thank Santa Claus every Christmas. He comes around in Sweden on the in the evening. He comes and hands the kids the gifts, and they thank him. But I'm the one who paid it, and I'm the one. <laughs> Who made the stuff? So he gets all the credit. <laughs> oh, uh, but then I went a bit of a bit of a Scrooge in Opie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. I went on to talk about like the Christmas from a sustainability point of view as well, because the kids are getting too much gifts, at least here in mm. in our family and the surrounding families. Yeah, they have so much so much stuff, and it's. Yeah, it's just a waste waste of stuff, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so so you hoping... just wrap some existing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I suggested we should like internationally just lower the bar for what the kids expect on Christmas. Because in Sweden, some families even give their kids a gift a day leading up to Christmas. It's just oh, plastic yeah. crap. Yeah. Throw all, all over yeah, the place. Yeah, so it, it's all all in the bin by Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was a yeah, my two weeks wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bar humbug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your router sled then, when you when you're gonna when you're playing down these uh, these slabs, what yeah. size router bit are you putting in that router? I got like a 
I'm not sure what it's called. Uh, uh, a flattening, flattening bit. Flattening <laughs> bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's about 30 or 40 millimeters uh, yeah. wide or the diameter. Um, so it's did, going to take a good while. Did you buy one of those where you can change the blades on it? Where you can like put them? No, I didn't. Uh, they were super expensive. So I got I got something cheaper that will probably won't be as good, but <laughs> <laughs> and maybe not last for the whole. <laughs> for the whole yeah. No, that could be the deal. Yeah, but just so, take just take th- small amounts of it, Pierre, won't mm. you? Yeah, don't yeah. go very deep in one pass. No, I won't. Otherwise, you know, it won't be the shirt that's added. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Katzmoses has a really good like a introduction video to planing down slabs, and he the main thing I took from that video was that he said, uh, "You will have dust everywhere." Like, yes, put on some tight underwear because it will get <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so I guess it will be uh, a nasty workshop after planing down. The At least you might not be on fire. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you planed down any slabs that way, Andy? Yeah, not slabs, but um, like cutting do, boards. Or... Yeah, when I do cutting boards, I yeah. I, I, I plane them down, and I yeah. made my chig out of plywood. Yeah, <laughs> not like, I'm not I'm not spanning that much of a distance, no, and, no, and no. very thick plywood. Um, yeah, and a bit of a a chig that I just built without any plans, just how, how I thought it's correct. So. Maybe it was not a good idea to use a very thick plywood because the router bit cannot extend much, or or like it can, of course. (laughs) Otherwise, it would not work. But it's yeah, I have almost no limit, no, 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 no play or whatever it's called, no, no up and down movement on that. Yeah, and did it make a lot of mess? Yeah, Yeah. I always try to. I try to have the vacuum cleaner next to it while while going back and forth. But yeah, yeah, it still makes a mess. What yeah. do you put the sled on? Do you have something that you add? plywood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I built two like plywood angles, like uh, angles, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, on on both sides, and then I okay. squeeze the 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 whatever the cutting board in between them and mm. put it down on my MFT table. Yeah, mm. I haven't used it for a while, but it works. Maybe not the best, but it works. Yeah. Have you ever done it, Steve? No, I've never done it. No. Oh. Drum sander would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I can just laser it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a better result afterwards. <laughs> Has a good color as well. Um so did you uh did you email the man back who asked about the shirt and say you can have this shirt cheap? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, more you expensive it. now. It's like <laughs> it's a special, unique, uh, signed Swedish yeah. maker. Yeah, yeah. Now, never letting it go. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, um, what do uh, you mentioned Father Christmas, Pierre? Mm. And since you're a big fan of Father Christmas. What's uh, what's Swedish for Father Christmas? Is it Santa Claus or Father Christmas? What do you call him? Uh, Jultomten. Jultomten. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back to your tomter. Yeah, and that is that's what does that mean? Father Christmas. Yeah. Yule is good. Yule, Yule is good, isn't it? Yeah. 
No, yeah. Christmas. Yule Christmas. Christmas, yeah, Yule is Christmas, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah okay. But I was looking around on the Christmas, on Father Christmas topic. I was looking around today for like a good mask, like a Christmas mask that doesn't look horrible. <laughs> have you got? Have you got one? <laughs> a Christmas mask, or you don't go like you don't dress up as Father Christmas in the UK and go. Or how well, if you, do you if do you, it? If you were to dress up as Father Christmas, you'd have a red suit on, mm. a red hat. And a white beard. Yeah. yeah. Why do you need a mask? For? Why do you need a mask? <laughs> I'm not sure I need a mask. But I, I wanted like a like a good Hollywood silicone good mask. You know. Oh, because right, okay. The kids always complain that they see the that the I have the black beard beneath, or they see yeah. the stripes from from the okay. straps from the from the, the white cotton beard. wool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll have to dye your beard white. Yeah, I just wanted to say. Just bleach like it. Yeah. 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 Do you want to borrow mine for a couple of weeks? <laughs> yeah. Can you come on uh, December <laughs> 24th in the evening? So does he wear does he wear red in Sweden then? Yeah, he does. Yeah. The mm. same as like in English Father Christmas. Mm. Yeah. But does he come around in the evening to you guys? Or no, he co- he comes Christmas morning. All right. So the kids go to, you put the kids to bed on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And whilst they're asleep, he comes in his sleigh, punctures your roof so your bathroom leaks. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids wake up and the presents are there on Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you have Christmas Eve, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And, and he actually comes to the house, so the kids are always looking through the window to see if they can spot him. Oh, so an actual person comes. Yeah, an actual person comes and Hans oh, right, okay. sits in by the tree and hands over the gifts to the oh, kids. Oh, right, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, so it's important to to have a good suit and a good mask. Okay. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know this flannel gear. shirt? It wasn't lined with like <laughs> sheepskin or something. You could make use that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so you, you get dressed up as Father Christmas as well, Andy? No. No. You hire someone? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we haven't I mean we haven't done it last year because I think we we were thought the older one was too small. This mm. year we have started talking about it, but we haven't come to a conclusion mm-hmm. on what we do. Surely your wife would like to a nice gift from Father Christmas on Christmas <laughs> Eve. <laughs> huh? I usually swap with my neighbor, so he comes in here and mm. I go. Oh there. right, okay. I hope these kids aren't listening to this podcast. You've ruined it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know the, uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah, maybe, yeah, when I was in Leeds, not just before I went to Leeds, I bought some new uh, beanie hats, woolen hats, and I bought an orange one and I bought a red one. And when I put the red one on, I thought, I can't wear the red one. <laughs> I look like Father Christmas. <laughs> I'll get so much abuse if I start going around with that on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. And do you watch Christmas movies and stuff like that in the build-up? Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, good. Home Alone and that stuff. Home Alone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen there's a new one. There's a new Home. one, yeah. New one. Doesn't sound very good. 
I just watched the trailer because we have like Netflix Plus, uh, this, yeah. Disney Plus, uh, and uh, it it looked or like the the trailer felt exactly like the one. It's the same story. We grew up like uh, yeah. I see uh, Buzz. You know his his older brother Buzz, hmm. who's uh, spidery pinches and roomy Rex, doesn't he? Hmm. Buzz Buzz is in the new one. Really, but he, he's a police officer. All right, oh. and I don't think he has much of a part. He doesn't have much of a, a part in the story. It's just like a sort of cameo thing, and he has his badge and it says McAllister on his police uniform. I saw the I saw the trailer and I saw that he was he was labeled McAllister. And I was thinking, why the hell is the police officer called McAllister? Yeah, that's Buzz. <laughs> yeah, uh. <laughs> cool. Ah, well, so there we go. What's your favorite Christmas movie then? <laughs> My favorite Christmas, well, I think um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I watch it every year. I really enjoyed Bad Santa. Oh yeah, Bad Santa. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, with Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. You can't watch that with the kids, can you? No, I can't. But he was <laughs> he was actually married to Angelina Jolie, wasn't he? Jolie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> he he was a bit of a bad lad, wasn't he, in his day, yeah. Billy Bob? Yeah. I think, you know, he liked the drink and the drugs and stuff, didn't he? Mm. Sorry, Billy Bob, if you're listening, but, you know, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> we know all about your drug abuse. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Elf is another great movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who is in that one? Uh, is that? That's, um, uh, what they call him? Um, oh, man. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's um, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah, yeah that's him. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. he's got a w- Swedish wife. He does have a Swedish wife. Yeah. yeah, he occasionally is guesting some Swedish TV shows. Right, because I guess he's. I know here. it's your favorite. Yeah, I know it's your favorite thing, the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, but when uh, when COVID was on and there was no Eurovision Song Contest, he made um, a movie for Netflix. Yeah, that's right. About the Eurovision Song Contest. And he made it because his wife is Swedish yeah. and she is obsessed with the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and he watches it every year with her. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever watched that movie on Netflix? No, I haven't. I th- oh, I, I've yeah. seen it pass by, though. It's very good. Uh, he's good in that. He's an Icelandic singer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. And is there many Swedish Christmas traditions then? Um, yeah, it's a lot of it's surrounded with, uh, or about the food. Yeah. Like we eat on Christmas, we eat and we eat and it's a lot of fat food. Yeah. So of course we need to drink some strong booze as well. Yeah. So what is, is the main meal Christmas Eve then? Yeah. Yeah. And what's the traditional meal? So uh, meatballs, of course. (laughs) Okay. And then we have, um, oh, sill. What's that called? Sill. So I don't, I don't like this, but we eat sill for uh, Christmas. Uh, herring. Herring, okay, yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of raw. It's just... Ooh, pickled? Is it pickled or...? Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. It's just sitting in a jar with... Uh, and you, you mix in a bunch of other tastes. Okay. So the flavor, they're Sounds flavored, neat. like... With everything, you're really selling this, Pierre. No, I, I've never liked it. 
No. It's kind of like eating sushi, but not at all, I guess. But mm. it's a special taste, of course. And uh and raw fish, you know, the the feeling of yeah. eating it. But uh that's on the table and uh ham, of course. Uh yeah. And uh then there are some other Swedish traditional stuff. Most of them are quite old. I, d- I don't know right. the name of, of them in English because they're... Okay. Yeah. What about you guys? Well, we have the main meal on Christmas Day. Mm. And about... Most people have it about uh, sort of three or four o'clock on the afternoon. And we have roast turkey. Yeah, yeah. A big roast turkey <laughs> uh, with stuffing. Mm. Uh, pigs in blankets, which is sausages wrapped in bacon. Uh, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> we have that as well. Yeah, roast potatoes, vegetables, uh, lashings of gravy, mm. and um, because I'm from the north of the northeast, you must have Yorkshire puddings with your Christmas dinner. <laughs> so traditionally, you only get Yorkshire pudding with roast beef. Yeah. But in the northeast, you can have beef, chicken, turkey, whatever. We always have Yorkshire puddings with our meals, so mm. we have Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. And so you have that till you can't move. Do you know what I mean? Your, your trousers are so full. Yeah. And then um, you have Christmas pudding, mm. which is like a fruit pudding. Yeah. Like um, sultanas, currants, all that sort of stuff, cherries. Yeah. And you have that with brandy sauce. All right. You sit it on fire. You, you have seen it where you, you pour the brandy over it and sit it on fire. Yeah, yeah. On the, at the table, yeah. Careful of your checky shirt when you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you you finish your Christmas dinner, and then you usually fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then you finish off with some tur- leftover turkey sandwiches later on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we finish off the evening with porridge, Christmas porridge. Porridge, yeah, Christmas porridge. So, uh, as the tradition goes, before we had Christianity, we had. Um, we had like goblins living yeah. living in the forest and it was a good custom to put out some porridge for the goblins on christmas well it wasn't okay. called christmas back then but you put it out there yeah. to make them happy so that they wouldn't trash the house yeah. <laughs> so we still do that we put out but nowadays we put out the the porridge uh outside for father christmas but yeah it was meant for the goblins in in the past, and do you leave? Did it in this country on Christmas Eve? Yeah, that you leave the the kids will leave like a little mince pie or some cookies. No, for Father Christmas they'll leave a little glass of sherry for him to drink, and they'll leave a <laughs> carrot for Rudolph and the reindeer. <laughs> huh? And who who puts it away so that they don't see? So you put it out while the kids the kids have all been bathed and got their pajamas on. Mm. And they get the little tray ready for Father Christmas and they put it all out. Then they go to bed. And whilst they're asleep, the mum and the dad take a bite out the mince pie, drink the sherry and take a big bite out the carrot. <laughs> so when the kids come down, they think he's eaten, he's had all these oh, things. Yeah. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well, that's, it's a nice tradition. Um, I, I want Christmas to be like a calm day because... Norm- yes. Normally, everything is closed. All the stores are closed. Not many people yes. are traveling back and forth. Yeah. 
So it's just a nice day to be with the family. So what do you do on the 25th then? What do you do on Christmas Day? Uh, we usually meet up with the family uh, all the days surrounding Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of New Year. Me neither. No. It's always high expectations, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. And you have to stay up so late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What have you got? So have you got any good recommendations for this week? Well, um, I'm a bit like uh, I'm a bit like Andy. I'm not going to mention Blender, but my recommendation for this week has to be Larry the Laser and uh, Mantech Machinery, who supplied Larry the Laser. Oh yeah, and young Callum because he was great. They like he was only he wasn't that old. He was a nice lad, Callum. Yeah, and uh, he worked really good. He was a good teacher. Mm. He started off Pierre with safety with your laser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did did the machine come with any software or or yeah. what what did he propose you use? Uh, it comes with a license for light burn. Oh yeah, yeah. So it comes with a you, you get that for free. Mm. You don't have to buy it. So do you, you have a light. dedicated computer next to the laser? Or I just take my laptop. Yeah. yeah. I have an old MacBook, but I don't know whether that would work. Mm. Do you what do you use your light burn on an old one? I have an old MacBook uh, that I run the the laser and uh, the the X carve with, so I have yeah. it in the same yeah. spot. So I wonder whether I should just put it on because I can have it on two computers. I got license for two machines. Yeah, yeah. So, so did so he yes. show you light burn as well? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, when I I'd added for like almost two weeks beforehand, and they'd said. Download the the thirty day trial of Lightburn mm. and have a mess about with it so you get used to it. So I'd created some files in Lightburn, mm. although I didn't have a laser to burn them on. I'd messed about with it and I'd created some stuff. Mm. So when he came, he was quite impressed that I'd uh, managed to do some stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Mantec Machinery is my uh, obsession this week. Yeah, um, very nice company. Yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> so now it sounds like you are a sponsor. <laughs> so what's your obsession, Pierre, this week? Um it's such a weird obsession, but you know, I I think I fell asleep uh next to the computer one day mm-hmm. and I had YouTube just running something randomly. Uh so when I woke up there was this video uh, of guys just chasing each other. <laughs> right. Uh, and it was this channel called World Chase Tag. All right, okay. So it's basically a competition on a on a court where they have like a, some parts yeah. or ele- yeah. elements of it, yeah. and they chase each other. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I kept watching uh, a bunch of those videos, and since it's YouTube, they kept recommending those videos through all week. Yeah. So I've just been watching them <laughs> a yeah. whole lot. It's just <laughs> very, very basic entertainment, but it's been uh, good watching. Yeah. And um, in when lockdown was at its peak, um, I would come home from, sh- I'd go to the store to buy the shopping really early on a Saturday morning. And I'd mm. be back home for like uh, half past eight in the morning because I didn't want to be out when all the people were out. Mm. And I got back home, I'd make my breakfast and put the TV on. Mm. And on a channel, I think it was channel four in the UK, 
they had uh, it was called the World Tag Team Championships. Yeah. But they were just all American teams. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as you say, there's this course, isn't there, with various yeah. uh, things to climb on, jump off, uh, yeah. jump up, swing under. And you have two teams, don't they? I think there's about five on each team. Yeah. And they take it in turns. One chases and one's got to avoid him for, is it a minute? Uh, no, 20 oh, seconds. 20, 20, is it 20 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Or at least it was on the, on the yeah yeah it's, yeah it could be twenty or thirty seconds yeah yeah and they chase each other around this thing don't they yeah and it is and it you... is addictive to watch yeah yeah it was really <laughs> addictive <laughs> yeah and uh, so this was on every week I got about like um, eight weeks out of this program during lockdown because it was on every oh, week wow. all the different rounds to the final we watched <laughs> the grand final <laughs> <laughs> but I've never seen it since no but... yeah. Such addictive, just a children's game. Yeah, a children's game, but it was fun watching it. These guys are fit, aren't they? Bouncing around them things. Yeah, I think they are like uh, parkour or parkour. Yeah, guys. Yeah, messing about. Yeah. So, what's your obsession, Andy? Um, <laughs> yeah, since I'm not allowed to mention any blender youtube channels anymore otherwise uh, steve uh, kill me uh, i go i go for a blender app <laughs> there's an app no i mean it's not an app it's like uh it's a website and also an app called art station where right. like all those uh cg guys 3d but also 2d people are, are uploading their work where they uh, where you see also different stages sometimes sometimes there's a short video of their stuff that they've done so it's basically like a, a instagram but very specific for like art or like computer graphics art or for 2d and 3d and also like architecture visualization so a lot of a lot of these type of things all right good cool uh, yeah, nothing, nothing fancy this okay. week. <laughs> well, I have to. I'm on there. It looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, what I don't there's so much like fantasy stuff which I'm not a big fan of uh, that that you mm. that you find there. But if you or for me, if I tune the filters right, then then you get like more the more the architectural stuff and like the the interior the interior design uh, stuff mm. closer to woodworking than than all the fantasy characters and monsters and things. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. So, I think we're all done for today, aren't we? Yep. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. Me okay, so <laughs> we will speak to you all next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed it, because we had a fun time making it. Please leave us a review, like us, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at 3northernmakers at gmail.com. You can send in your questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. So once again, a big thank you. Cheers. <laughs>